Hey Brides, we're back with another episode of the Brides of Long Island podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about some of our favorite honeymoon destinations, how to prepare and handle bridal party tension and drama. We're going to speak with Kevin from Absolute Entertainment about all things regarding DJs and entertainment for your weddings, as well as play Name That First Dance Song. That's all coming up next on episode six of the Brides of Long Island podcast. Welcome back. We are so excited to be here today. We are excited to be recording from the lounge at Absolute Entertainment. This is your host, Heather Cunningham, and I would like to introduce my co-host, Suzanne. Hey. And Danielle. What's up, everyone? Suzanne, we missed you. We're so glad to have you back. I'm so happy to be back. Yes. All right, let's get started. This segment is brought to you by Eastwind Long Island, a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island. Eastwind Long Island is your ultimate wedding destination set on 26 lush acres of Long Island's North Fork. It is home to 50 grand rooms and suites, a tranquil 10,000 square foot full service salon for all of your bridal needs, an award-winning catering facility, and a quaint shopping village with a grand carousel, perfect for memorable photos. From the privacy and elegance of the estate to the charm of an English garden at the cottage and the inn with its iconic grand staircase, stately crystal chandelier, and breathtaking ballroom, Eastwind Long Island creates your day, your memories, your forever. Visit their website, eastwindlongisland.com, or on Instagram, at eastwindlongisland. Mention the Brides of Long Island podcast and receive $500 towards any upgrades for new clients only. All right, let's talk about something fun, honeymoons. Ooh. Yes, this was like, I just remember when I was planning in the back of my head, I'm like, when it's all over, we're going away. I know, that's like like the best part. The light at the end of the tunnel and you're going to be a married couple. And it just, I just remember in my head thinking like, oh, this is going to be the fairy tale. Mine was two years after the fact. So (laughs) that's okay. That's all right. Um, So one thing uh, we hear a lot of girls ask is when to start planning for it. I don't think there's any time too early there's definitely a too late definitely too late Mm -hmm. um so i would sit down make a list your dream list even if something seems like you'll never be able to afford it you never know uh working with a travel agent is definitely helpful they can get a lot of discounts and deals or you know they they, can help time it out too like if you want to go somewhere crazy they're gonna be like okay that's gonna be nine to ten months planning yeah if you book it early enough you can save for it and go on a budget right and I think also working with a travel agent uh kind of brings in reality a little bit I mean I forget where I wanted (laughs) to go at first but the travel agent was like uh that's like twelve thousand dollars for four days I'm like okay let's go somewhere else um so yeah definitely start planning for it right away that doesn't mean you have to book things right away but just securing where you want to go do you want a beach vibe do you want a jungle do you want desert yeah Yeah. and you need to know the time of year something like that right you know there's a big difference between jamaica and europe right just Mm -hmm. what kind of vibe do you want um when to book it i think as soon as you know exactly once you know where you want to go book it again speak with a travel agent they'll arrange the hotel cars shuttles airplanes they kind of just it's the full package um, and they'll do it for you. You just, I use Melissa from Trip Guide Travel. She, she's awesome. Yeah. She's a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island. And Melissa has actually provided us with an amazing list of top honeymoon destinations. 
and all of our honeymoons where we each went we all went somewhere different made this list so i'm happy to see Ooh, that, that means so we're exciting. very good at picking where to go <laughs> <laughs> or we're not and we pick somebody else's like oh that sounds nice <laughs> um for me that's exactly what happened i was on Bowley and i was looking through all of the posts where is everyone going and saint lucia popped up and i was like oh saint lucia that sounds nice what is that <laughs> so what we actually did we went down to um cozumel first we did a week in cozumel then we did a week in St. Lucia. And St. Lucia is just, it's beautiful. I've never been somewhere like St. Lucia. I think the main difference with St. Lucia is um, it's not touristy at all. There was no main town right. with like all the tchotchke kind of mm. stores. I and mean, we, go, we go have to get a magnet. And I remember we went to the front <laughs> desk and I was like, okay, where can we go? And I just want like a magnet and like silly things. And they brought us to this tiny little corner store and like it wasn't yeah, anything. But that's so nice. But it, it was different. It yeah. was so different. It's very, we stayed at two different hotels. So we started at Sugar Beach, which I believe Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie got married there, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. They're the only white sand beach there. It's beautiful. And then after a couple of days, we moved to the Ladara, which was on Oprah Winfrey's top places to stay list. So you were just at all the top-notch bouge. <laughs> so we were the poorest people. <laughs> <laughs> Staying at these resorts, yes. But we weren't acting like it because everything gets charged to the room. And I was yeah, like, you're like, I'll just put it on the car. Sure, I'll, <laughs> I'll have a $79 bottle of water. <laughs> uh, but it, honestly, it was worth every penny. I think I preferred Sugar Beach over the Ladara. Only because, and Mike, his opinion is opposite with me. The Ladara is a three-walled hotel room. So you have the back wall and your two side walls, and there's no wall stopping you from your room to the, the outside. outside. So you just see. But I would love that. Yes. I was going to say that. I kind of would like that. In Except photos, for like bugs. it is unreal. <laughs> okay, so I went at the height of Zika. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Different kind of uh, worry than what we have right now. So for me, it was like, oh, my God, because I knew I wanted to get pregnant right away. So you had to sleep under the net. But <laughs> the thing that ruined me while we were there was at night, we were in our room we were, and we had a hot tub that kind of overflowed into the mountains. We're in there drinking champagne. All of the sudden, a bat <laughs> comes whipping into the room. I ducked under the water, just like my my, my champagne. Like the, saved the, the champagne. I saved the champagne. And you guys can't see what I'm doing right now. I don't know why I'm acting it out. But... The champagne she flew looks like a submarine. With yes, like <laughs> <laughs> and I am screaming <laughs> under the water like, <laughs> and Mike is loving it. He's like, "This is so cool." I'm like, "It's gonna hit me in the head." He said, "He said I'm like they're blind. He's gonna hit me." And he was explaining it's less likely for a bat to fly into you than a bird with vision, just the way that they yeah fly hmm. and he said the bats are coming in and eating all of the bugs from the room they do yes how romantic uh, okay how but they're romantic not, they're not eating don't you. worry babe the mike bats always, are eating the tarantulas mike always has like the silver lining to a situation <laughs> yeah. for you and he was like this is sick the penguins he's like the, this yeah. is what you get for booking yes. a three walls yes. hotel room so i just drank and drank and drank. I'm like, maybe if I'm drunk, I won't no more bats. <laughs> notice the flying mice going around the room. It was insane. But it was beautiful. They have waterfalls and mud baths. And everyone was so nice. The food was great. I mean, we just had such a good time. 
I loved it. That's great. All right, why don't you mm-hmm. talk about where you went? Were there bats? Uh, there were no bats. Were there tarantulas? No. <laughs> Did you have four walls? Um, yes. <laughs> so, so far, I'm checking all of the boxes. Um, we went to Greece. Okay. Um, we knew we wanted to go. An opportunity came up for me to travel right after our wedding. So I, we weren't able to go on our honeymoon right after the wedding. Um, we had to go to Australia instead. Aw, <laughs> oh, poor oh, you. I know. But it was for work. So... Then we wanted to go to Greece, but we knew we had to save and it was expensive and I wanted to go for like a good two weeks and we're looking at all these prices and we're like, okay. <laughs> so we opened up a ton of credit cards and air. Oh my God. Air, no, to get the points, you, you know, and we got the air miles and stuff. So we ended up not paying for any flights, you know, our, all of our hotels were paid for. So booking two years out everybody <laughs> really helps has, you save it has some perks <laughs> um but we did three islands we did um crete naxos and santorini okay um i absolutely loved crete and naxos i probably would not go back to santorini and i'm probably gonna get interesting i Why would probably because it was height of tourist season mm. and you know what you see on tv like the white buildings with the blue tops and that's stuff. all yeah. when i when someone says but greece that's what i picture exactly. it's only like four miles on santorini up in Interesting. it's not the entire island so you arrive to this island that is just rocks and you're like well this is not it you know? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, wrong country <laughs> so we stayed out of ia which is the city so it was like grassy farmlands i was like this is not what i was i mean it was beautiful where we were right but it's not what you were we had the private pool and everything but we did one day in ia and it was hot the tour what do they call it like the um excursions yeah from like the cruises and stuff oh my god it's like Times square oh yeah i was joe and i were done we're like oh (laughs) we're gonna spend two hours and (laughs) we left right away so i didn't feel like that was worth it um we did do an awesome all day boat tour around the island which okay. was nice because they fed you and you went swimming and diving and nice. stuff um that was probably the best part but i much prefer the other islands yeah 10 times more mm-hmm. but i would go back danielle yeah um correct we me on i always say her <laughs> this wrong so danielle's we gonna to say it grenada <laughs> <laughs> and honestly i didn't know how it was pronounced either until i really got there and i heard like the Grenada people saying right. Grenada. Not our <laughs> Not Long Grenada. Island. Grenada. Yeah, I know. And people used to correct me. Even my brother, he was like, I'm pretty sure it's uh, Grenada. I'm like, it's not. <laughs> so this um, one has become more popular. Yeah. We keep seeing so this pop up a lot. It's a sandals resort. It is super, super small. So to be honest with you, the reason I went there was because my husband is afraid to fly and it was a five hour flight. So I thought like maybe I remember I'll get him this. like over this fear. I didn't, but, um, he's he, scared to fly, but he'll, he'll fly to Vegas. Yeah. For a bachelor party. <laughs> not gonna happen. Oh, uh-huh. Um, so it was so beautiful. I would go back in a heartbeat. I did not, um, like you guys both went to different places. Yes. We stayed on resort for 12 days straight. Okay. We never got bored. We did a couple of excursions. We did, um, a catamaran sunset cruise which was incredible see like, that sounds romantic it is. bats flying through my room <laughs> eating bugs just well, doesn't have the same effect i feel it's like greece so... wasn't really like romantic per se like we're more like adventurous like it was more like sightseeing. catamaran sunset cruise. well you want to know why i did that you guys are gonna laugh but i'm a big fan of like the bachelor bachelorette and i was like oh this is like a bachelor date <laughs> you would but it, um, is. it is 
and it was it was exactly like a bachelor <laughs> date. Um, we met a ton of couples, actually a couple of them from Long Island. And were um, they bullies? Um, there was like three of them that were bullies. It was so, and of course my husband's like, oh, my wife Danielle. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I met a bully on the way over to Greece too, and she's really? like, are you Suzanne? I'm like, hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, had we did that. Time. We had an amazing time. And the other excursion we did, we're not excursion people. We like just want to lay by the yeah. pool or the beach. Oh my God. I want to do um, all of it. I'm like, get me as did, muddy on the ATVs. We did that. We did the dune buggies and they brought us to this incredible, you actually, cause Grenada is so small. If you do the dune buggies, if you stay at Sandals and do that excursion, um, you actually see the whole entire island of Grenada. Oh, that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah. So that was really awesome. They brought us to this amazing waterfall. Um, but then the rest of the time, we just hung out by the pool. And um, But like I said, 12 days, we never got bored. We had, There was a ton of um, awesome couples there. It wasn't just young people or older people. It was a good mix of um, all ages. Yeah, that's important. Did too. you yeah. do like the butler thing? We did. Um, I can't ever go on a trip without a butler anymore. <laughs> oh, I no. will say, though, that we didn't take like full advantage. It was good because for sandals, if you do book a sandals, um, the butlers book all your dinner reservations for you. Whereas if we waited till we got there, it would have been impossible for us to book everything, especially because we were there for almost two weeks. Um, I love having a butler. That and also saving pool chairs for you or beach chairs. (laughs) So for me, one of the coolest things, well, I, when I say like, I didn't take full advantage when we first got to sugar beach, um, he, they brought our luggage in and he started unpacking my bags. But I had just spent a week in Mexico, so like I, not all of it my clothes like, were clean. Yeah. And he's like, where would you like your, what did he say, negligee? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, you can leave that, you can leave I it. I feel like, it's so like, like, this is a honeymoon, just leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs> I, but yeah. it was great. He, if we'd be, and, you know, because I was scared of Zika, I would be at the pool and I would, you know, I had like a buzzer. It was ridiculous. I've, I'm not that person to be like, let me call the butler. Yeah, yeah. But I needed my bug spray and it was a hike. You're in the mountains and it was a hike. So I, w- I asked him once to get my bug spray and he reminded me of the guy from Mr. Deeds. Very, very <laughs> sneaky. That guy, <laughs> the guy that's like really fast because he came back and was like, your bug spray, miss. <laughs> like, and like presented it with his arm up and it was so fast. See, I don't know how I'd feel about that. Like Greece, like we did everything ourselves. We never had like a person waiting on oh us. it's amazing like we were it's we rented amazing. our own yeah. cars we drove all, all around the island well we did that too but like joe is not like a resort person i right. guess like right. if he yeah. were to lay at a pool all day he would kill me you know well matt couldn't lay at the pool all day because he forgot to reapply sunscreen <laughs> the first oh day my god i remember that so they actually there was this uh, the waitress at the pool you started calling me um the lady on her honeymoon alone. <laughs> oh, I'm like, I swear I'm married. I swear I got oh a guy here. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about some oh, of the yeah. other places. Obviously, Hawaii is the number one most popular destination for honeymoons. Yeah. There's island hopping. You can see beautiful sunrises. Um, yeah, there's definitely a lot to do. Um, and there's a ton of islands, you know. And I think that's definitely for someone who's a little bit more outdoorsy. Yes, more yeah. adventurous. Someone I think who wants to like experience like island hopping and learn to surf. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, what's another great place of Thailand? We keep seeing come up a lot. That I give so much credit to. I don't know how long that flight is. Um, I would uh, long. 
It's, it's probably like Bora Bora like and Maldives like 24 time. hours yeah. or something like I think that. it's I don't similar think I to Australia. True. Well, there's a lot to see and Same explore with, there. Um, like, yeah, like French Polynesia. That's right by, um, that's like Fiji, Bora Bora, yeah. Maldives. That oh, Maldives, that's where yeah. Fiji is? Oh, it's all over by like um, Australia, but north. Oh, more. I want to go to Fiji. Just oh, because it sounds like. I know. Fiji. And I want I want one of those like trip there. huts on the water. We all get Fiji nail polish. <laughs> <laughs> Is everything that pink? <laughs> I love that color. What about Antigua? So I actually wanted to go there for my honeymoon, but and it was in between them and Grenada, but um, I've heard nothing but incredible things about Antigua. So what Melissa said was that they say that there are 365 beaches in Antigua, one for every day of the year. Okay, so cool. that is awesome. when we hit the lotto, <laughs> we'll leave the boys here. We're but going it, on a lot of bully trips. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Costa Rica, also another popular one. Very similar to St. Lucia. And very adventurous. Yes. Again, yeah. Um, what else do we have? Bali, we talked about. Melissa's saying this is um, a very zen type of trip. Bali, yeah. Um, oh, well, the other option, too, not everyone wants to go away for their honeymoon. Uh, and not everyone has the opportunity to, especially the times that we're in right now. So another option is staying home. We have so many great locations close to us. Even if you go down to Florida, you go to California, you go to Fire Island. Mm-hmm. One great option is East Wind. Yeah, yes. and it's right here, and there's so much to do. Right. So much to You'll do You'll feel there. like you're away. You have the Hamptons. You have the North Fork. You can go to the vineyards. There's just there's the spa they there. They have at East Wind, they have like a vineyard package yes. there to book. Yep. So I would love to hear any other places some of our listeners are going. If we haven't mentioned them, send us an email to podcast at bridesofli.com. Again, a special thank you to our preferred vendor, Melissa, from Trip Guide Travel for this amazing list. We're going to have this posted for you. We're going to post it soon, so be sure to check our blog for that. This segment has been brought to you by Eastwind Long Island, a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island. Visit their website, eastwindlongisland.com, or on Instagram, at eastwindlongisland. Mention the Brides of Long Island podcast and receive $500 towards any upgrades for new clients only. We're going to take a short break. When we get back, we will discuss bridal party drama and how to handle it. Hey, ladies, it's Heather. I just wanted to tell you about one of the newest preferred vendors of the Brides of Long Island, the Stationery Bar. The Stationery Bar specializes in custom wedding invitations, meaning you don't choose your invitations from a book, you make them from your vision. As the owner Joy says, I believe wedding invitations should 100% be what you want and should represent your style and taste. I couldn't agree more. They use the best and most luxurious materials from double thick cotton cardstock to handmade paper, acrylic, velvet, silk, and even leather. They also offer all types of printing from digital to letterpress, foil stamping, embossing, and engraving. All of your wedding stationery should look like they are from the same family, from your save the dates to your day of stationery, seating charts, and signage. The only way to ensure the best of the best is to customize every detail. Visit them on Instagram at the underscore stationery underscore bar or on our website, bridesofli.com. Hey, it's Heather. One of my favorite photographers located right here on Long Island is Life Art Photography. Their work is founded in storytelling that makes you feel something new each time you relive the moments of your big day. The result is creative wedding photography that's romantic, fun, and emotional. We absolutely love their style, their professionalism, 
and their rave reviews from their brides on our page. They pride themselves on not just being photographers, but artists, creating unique and expressive stories tailored to each couple's personality. Just bring your smile, they'll do the rest. Exciting, original, genuine, fresh, never boring, life art photography, a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island. Visit them on their website, lifeartphotographers.com, or on their Instagram, lifeartphotographers. And we're back. This segment is brought to you by Eastwind Long Island, a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island. Say I do at the estate at Eastwind, an award-winning Suffolk County wedding venue. In the newly renovated estate, they ensure you and your guests are treated with exceptional exclusivity. You and your guests will love to experience the undeniable luxury of the estate on your wedding day. From the breathtaking outdoor space, perfect for eternalizing beautiful photographs, to the glass-walled cocktail space, a picturesque setting to socialize and reminisce. Visit their website, eastwindlongisland.com, or on their Instagram, at eastwindlongisland. Mention the Brides of Long Island podcast and receive $500 towards any upgrades for new clients only. All right, let's talk about bridal party drama. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. If there's one thing that we get like the most anonymous post for ever, it's bridal party drama. Always. <laughs> um, Always. So no matter what, well, no, I can't say no matter what. I want to say how common it is for this to happen. You're not alone. You are putting together groups of girls that usually don't all know each other. Mm -hmm. Different ages, different walks of life. The larger the bridal party you have, the more risk you have for some drama. I had 12 bridesmaids. Danielle had 97. <laughs> so one thing that I want to say to keep in mind is to remember the three C's compromise consideration and communication this will help the best it can to keep things at bay um so let's talk about compromise right so for example dresses you might have the dress that you want in mind right right so say this dress is eight hundred dollars what's going to cause drama with that? right <laughs> one bridesmaid may say wow what a great deal and another bridesmaid's going to say, well, I'm not selling my kidney to buy this bridesmaid's dress. So compromise a little bit. I think it's important to remember that bridesmaids all come in different shapes, sizes, colors, tones, hair colors. Um, oh, hair colors. I don't <laughs> even get me started. <laughs> so it's hard to you have to brush things off. So I wanted a dusty rose bridesmaid's dress. Now with my 12 bridesmaids, I had black, white, blonde, brunette. Strawberry blonde. We had everything. So it was my redhead friend that said, oh, no, I can't wear Dusty Rose. <laughs> and I and my little, who is very fair skinned, was like, OK, I'm just going to disappear in this dress now. It was like the same color as her flesh. <laughs> oh, my God. And I would be it. like, I will treat you to a spray tan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with the compromising, I'm not going to tell you to lose your wedding vision, but try to maybe give some options. So if you're open with. If you're very set on a color, okay, maybe find that color that has five different options of dress styles. This way it might be flattering on one body type and then another dress could be flattering on a different body type. Or if you really like that color, maybe be okay with three 
different shades of that color. Yeah, that's not a bad one idea. One lighter, one darker. I didn't do that at all. <laughs> <laughs> can we like, can we remember that I had my fitting for Danielle's wedding dress when I was pregnant. nine months pregnant? I'm like, like, oh yeah, it looks great. <laughs> it did look great. I, well, because you know what? The dress I picked, I was very, I, I'm not a size zero. So I was very mindful of the girls who were a zero or were a 16. Right. You I know? think it was flattering for everybody. I think the dress I picked was flattering for everybody, but it was very important for me to have the same color and the same right. dress. Oh, which is oh, fine. Well, which too. is yeah. totally fine. I am not a person that can do the different thing. I had no. the same dress, same color, but yeah. I made sure that the girls could wear like a full strapless bra. Like, right. Yeah. I also, make you uncomfortable. I did same dress, same color, but any hair they wanted, any shoes yeah. they yeah, wanted. That was fine. So, and I think that's another thing that you can compromise on. Um, one thing that makes for great bridal party photos is happy bridesmaids. Oh yeah. So you might have and it confident in bridesmaids. Right. So you might have it in your head. Okay. Everyone's going to wear this like super tight satin dress with stilettos on like, okay, they're not going to be comfortable <laughs> and it's going to show in their photos. Yeah. Uh, now this doesn't mean that some people, no matter what you do are still going to be inconsiderate. So give a little but not all do not lose your wedding vision and if it comes down to it and you have to just say listen these are your dresses this is how your hair is going to be or this is where I want to go it's still okay to get what you want yeah absolutely right I would just say just balance it out like if you're a friend and you know she has blue hair she has blue hair Right. <laughs> Don't ask her to change her hair color. Right. I'm like, I think we get this all the time and it drives me nuts. So that's that would go under the next C, be considerate. <laughs> but it's also, you know, you have to give if you want her in it. You right. Know? Yeah, exactly. Um, so let's go to that next C, being considerate. So you might have it in your head that you want to go to Bali for your bachelorette party. Um, yes, like all of us Rockefellers. <laughs> <laughs> so I think... One thing that would cause less stress, and money is a huge one. Money is definitely the number one cause for bridal party drama. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of girls, when they, you know you first ask your, your bridesmaids, will you be my bridesmaid? Yes, that's, of course, it's an honor. But then when it comes to paying for things, that's when it gets a little tricky because someone will say, well, I just paid for all of the champagne at the shower. Why can't you pay for the decorations at the bachelorette party? Right. Or I showed up an hour early for this. How come so-and-so has done nothing? remember these are your friends and your bridesmaids not your employees um and this is not what you want to ruin a friendship over right right um so be considerate of the money that you're asking your girls to spend instead of going away to bali (laughs) (laughs) or you know even something more realistic a lot of girls talk about wanting to go to disney that's a very very expensive trip and when money is involved not everyone has you know all this extra cash laying around just to jump on a plane and I don't even know how Disney works. I just know it's really expensive. <laughs> it's very expensive. <laughs> I was going to start saying buy all the, uh, the yeah. bracelets and the wristbands. I don't know how it works, but you could do like we were talking before. Go to Eastwind. They have amazing bachelorette party yeah. wine tours. Absolutely. You can go to the salon. You guys can have a, a makeup day. You can go get drunk at the vineyards. You can go jump over to the Hamptons. It's awesome. Yeah. Hire a photographer. Take some photos. Like Right. And your bridesmaids will be happy that they are not spending $5,000. Another thing to be considered on is the cost of the wedding gowns. (laughs) You all get a wedding gown. (laughs) The bridesmaids gowns. Same thing. Shoes, hair, makeup. Everything adds up. Now, one thing I want to point out, and a lot of girls will say this, I had 12 bridesmaids. And I heard, I 
I feel like they did pretty good with keeping me out of the arguing, but some stuff did come up. Mm. And it was so-and-so saying, oh, well, I went to her bachelorette party and I spent $900 and now she's not coming to mine. Just because one bridesmaid had X amount of money to go to somebody else's bachelorette party doesn't mean they automatically have it for yours. Jobs change, situations change, expenses change. So please don't think that your friends like you any less if they can't attend or contribute more to one of your events. Right, we get that a lot anonymously. Like, well, how come, you know, a year ago she was so willing to do A, B, and C and now she doesn't want to do this for me? Right. You know, why Why am I being treated this way? You don't know what your, sometimes you don't know what your friends are going through. Yeah, you just right. can't take it personally. Right. And we say this all the time. I'm not saying it in a terribly mean way, but no one is going to care about your wedding as much as you do. Right. So, yes, your best friend of your entire life might be so happy for you, but at the end of the day, she probably still doesn't care that much about <laughs> your colors <laughs> and your wedding dress try right. on and this they and are that. excited they are excited for you and i'm just because i'm a nut job i love all weddings and well, <laughs> i care about every one of my bride's weddings so much <laughs> yes but you have to remember that people who are not in this right business aren't going to feel <laughs> yeah. that way and right. it's okay to feel bad but try not to pick a fight over it right right so the third c is communicate and it a lot of it is just responding to the girls so someone's having a hard time it might be the bridesmaids though too they're not speaking up why don't you say hey I can't afford that right now I mean I had 20 weddings last year with everything going on two of them were moved to this year and I'm being very upfront and honest listen I just had a baby a few months ago I can't go from the get-go I have been very right. open about yeah, it you just have to be honest about and it. a lot of where the drama comes up is people are like yeah yeah I'll be there I can't wait I'm so excited and then when the time comes they never communicated. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's now the pricing is set for 10 people, but now they only have seven. So now those seven girls who agreed to 300 per person are now paying 475 per person. And it hurts more, you know, because you waited so long. Just yeah. be right. upfront. Like right. when I found out I was pregnant, I told Katie right away. I was like, listen, you're going to, you might have a big belly in your bridal party. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so I think one thing is to stay organized. So I think having spreadsheets, organized emails, group texts, those are very important. So, the spreadsheet to me was a godsend. Absolutely. What we did, we had a bridal shower tab. We had a bachelorette party tab. For the bachelorette party, we had everything itemized. There were no questions asked. Who paid for it? Who still owes? Who booked a flight? Who paid for this? That being said, I, I feel like it kind of makes things very transparent. Like it said, like my big paid for three shirts for 12 people right. and bags and all like the goodies for the bachelorette party. But and it also it, holds people accountable. It holds yeah. people accountable and... You know, we did have one bridesmaid I had to ask to step down because she didn't pay for things. She said she was coming to things and she canceled last minute. And it was unfortunate. It, I mean, we haven't really spoken since and it kills me, but it was just a lack of communication is what caused that. I had right. that actual same situation. Like she just would not communicate with anything like I'm going to be there and then the same day that the money was due for everything, all of a sudden radio silence. So. Right. It's unfortunate when you have to do something like that, but it just goes back to organization and communication. Right. So a lot of times too, try to remove yourself from it. So if you catch wind that there's drama between your bridesmaids ask, and they, they're coming to you, it's only going to add stress for you. 
So you can nicely say, hey, listen, I have a lot on my plate right now. I'm trying to stay positive. Is there any way you guys can work it out amongst yourselves? That being said, if it's your best friend and like your future sister-in-law, you might want to step in. You might want to step in because like that's a little different, but don't feel bad for asking your adult friends to act like adults because at the end of the day, <laughs> it that's is so true. They are adults. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> so just pull it together. Get it together. Exactly. We do have a great blog post about this on our website, bridesofli.com. You can just type in bridal party tension into the search bar. It will pop right up. But again, we, we want to hear about your drama. Fill us in on the drama. We do hear a lot about it, but I think we have great advice on how to handle it. And telling somebody on the outside sometimes makes it easier to break down and figure out a game plan on how to fix it. Yeah, definitely. So this segment has been brought to you by Eastwind Long Island, a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island. Visit their website, eastwindlongisland.com or on Instagram at eastwindlongisland. Mention the Brides of Long Island podcast and receive $500 towards any upgrades for new clients only. When we return, we're going to chat with Kevin, the owner of Absolute Entertainment. Hi, it's Suzanne. Are you looking for one of the best wedding hairstylists on the island? Ink and Ivy, formerly known as Hair by Nikki Lee, is a wedding hairstyling company based out of Lake Grove right here on Long Island. These beauty pros specialize in wedding hair specifically related to the boho and natural styling techniques. When it comes to boho and natural beauty, they create messy chic braids and dreamy romantic waves for the bride-to-be seeking an earthy yet refined look. I cannot even begin to tell you how many of our members rave about their experiences with Ink and Ivy. I am always blown away with the photos of their work and their hundreds of super happy brides a year. See for yourself on bridesofli.com or on their website, nikkihairstyles.com. Hey girls, it's Heather. I just wanted to talk to you about North Hills Country Club, a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island. At North Hills Country Club, your wedding begins in an elegant space with a rich history and tradition of customer service. The club provides an ideal location for your ceremony, cocktail reception, seated dinner, and dancing. Their prime location, conveniently located in Manhasset, makes it not only a beautiful, but a convenient destination for your special day. Whether you host your reception or both your ceremony and reception in one of their stunning event rooms, North Hills Country Club is the perfect option. Their team of wedding specialists ensures attention to every important detail, setting the stage for a classic country club affair. At North Hills, they create a one-of-a-kind wedding that features a custom menu, their undivided attention, and so much more. They only host one wedding at a time, so you'll never feel the need to compete for their focus. NorthHillsCC.com Welcome back. This segment is brought to you by Eastwind Long Island, a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island. You have been dreaming of your perfect day for as long as you can remember, and you finally found your ideal setting with the Inn at Eastwind. The Inn offers a variety of ceremony and reception options for parties of all sizes. You and your guests will enjoy white glove treatment from the moment you are greeted by the valet to your grand send-off. You will feel as though every detail has been planned and executed to perfection. 
Eastwind is so easy to get to and reach from anywhere, and also a short distance from Long Island's wine country on the North Fork and the swanky beachy Hamptons, just a bit to the south. It's the perfect home base for your guests to explore the East End. Visit their website, eastwindlongisland.com, or on Instagram, at eastwindlongisland. Mention the Brides of Long Island podcast and receive $500 towards any upgrades for new clients only. Okay, without further ado, I would like to introduce our special guest, Kevin, owner of Absolute Entertainment. We're so glad you could join us today. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, well, thank you for having us actually at your space. This is really yes, cool here. Yes, it's so beautiful here. Love if you it. haven't been here, ladies, you have to come down. I just want to stay here all day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's like a clubby hangout, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to say congratulations again for winning the 2021 Brides of Long Island Diamond Award. Woohoo! It was quite an honor. I can't tell you how excited we were and all of the girls that have been through you know, every time they're in here, we're like, look at our, look at our Super Bowl trophy. <laughs> it's heavy. It kind of looks like one. Yeah, it's, it's what, awesome. When, when I was giving them out, I said, I kind of want one of these. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tell us a little bit about yourself when you started, how you got into this. Uh, I'm, I'm a Pittsburgh kid uh, uh, at heart and moved out here a long time ago. And it's kind of weird. I, I fell into a group of uh, rock and roll rock star guys that were playing the bar scene. Okay. And now, if any of you heard me sing, you know I'm never <laughs> going to be a front man singing, singing, with, singing with a hair band. And I can't play any instruments. So it ended up being one of these things where they're like, dude, you're with us all the time why don't you be the guy that brings out the bands? Okay. So I started as an MC in bar gigs with, with all these big rock stars. Really cool. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. I gotta be honest. It was a quite a, it was a really cool way to start because yeah. I, I learned how to command a crowd and right. all this and, you know, in the middle of being hammered most of the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> here, who's coming out next? So we really had a lot of fun and, and that's, that's how, uh, that's how it started. And, and I uh, ended up getting a lucky break and, uh, parlayed that into what what you're enjoying today. where we are now yeah cool. all right so we asked you to come on as a guest to our show because we feel that you are a expert in your field very knowledgeable and we'd love to ask you some questions that were sent in to us from our brides and our listeners as well as some questions and confusion that we see some girls bring up a lot within brides of long island i think one thing that we see a lot um when girls are you know some of our budget friendly brides they're trying to make cuts here or there. And one thing we hear them say a lot is, do I need an MC or can I just have a DJ? I, so can you explain what the MC does and why it's important to have one? Do they need one? Well, you know, we, we, we see this uh, almost daily. Um, and part of it is that the, a lot of the catering halls offer packages that include one person. And, you know, you, you have to look at it uh, at the role. The um, picture a DJ as a guy that's tethered to a laptop with two hands and they the, he can basically extend as far as his arms go. He's got a list of music in front of him. He's got a lighting computer. He's got maybe a te television computer. He's got a sound computer. He's got all this music planning. There isn't a third hand mm -hmm, right. to, to hold a microphone. And he's, t again, tethered to his arms. So he can't really get out to hear sound. Okay. So I kind of presented that there are two roles. One guy is the guy that's the, the captain behind the booth, and he runs all the sound, all the music, uh, everything that's got to go on with, with that. The MC, don't, don't look at an MC as a, um, a ringmaster. You know? yeah. <laughs> like those days are kind of gone. An MC is a manager of ceremonies. 
he's got to take the request from the guests. He's got to pop into the kitchen and check timing for when mm -hmm. the next food course is coming out. Mm -hmm. He's got to check volume across the dance floor. DJ can't do that. He's got to check in with the bride and groom through the course of the night and the parents. How's everything going? Right, so right. picture him as he does everything else right. but the music. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, I feel like MCs these days, also they work with your bridal attendant and your maitre mm -hmm. d', and they Timeline they run and the show. You know, it's I just want to go back one second when you said that the MC takes requests from the guests, and then he puts them in his back pocket and yeah, he takes and them home with him, <laughs> <laughs> and they get thrown away. Well, that depends if there was a fiver attached, right? <laughs> but I totally agree with that sentiment. I think that's important for the girls to know for sure. Right. And I think it's also important. I mean, so for me at a wedding, I need obviously a couple of drinks before I get on the dance floor. But there have been weddings where, especially when I was pregnant, that it was the MC that got me in the mood to get up. You know, he's bopping around and he's yeah. dancing. Yeah, they and, really get the party started. Yeah. And I feel like they just, they also mingle with your guests that are on the dance floor. Yeah. They'll come in, they'll put the microphone up to you. You're having a good time. And I think that's so important to have and the way you explained it makes sense because it's just it's you're asking a person to do two jobs when yeah. their first job is takes a lot yeah okay so another question that we see asked a lot is for the first dance songs do you see that it's common for a lot of brides and grooms to want to cut that first dance song down to shorten it a little bit or do you find it more common that they do the whole song even if it's five minutes well the if you're doing a choreographed routine and you've taken the time to learn a dance routine, usually you'll give us a cue point for where this finishes. Okay. And the bride and groom do that by themselves. I would say, though, 99% of the time, a couple goes out, the first verse and chorus is for the two of them. Um, the photographer's got to get his pictures. Right. Second verse and chorus, we're going to bring the bridal party and parents down. Mm -hmm. The photographer's got to get those pictures again. Right. Now we've got 200 people to move. <laughs> right? We're two verses and choruses in on a four-verse chorus song. So by the time all these people get down, the song's over. Yeah. So sure. like, if you're going to boomerang them right back to their seats, it's kind of like, well, thanks for coming down. I go back to your seat. <laughs> yeah. So what we kind of did is we switched it over to where we had a second wedding song. And, uh, you know, I, I got married, uh, remarried uh, a couple years back, and I, I forgot how much you have somebody in your face for hours yeah. <laughs> leading up to the wedding. And then, oh, girls, you have no idea. They're like in your face. And, and we got, I got through the grand entrance in the first dance, and, and like they're inviting people out to join on the first dance, and they're talking to me through my whole first dance. And I picked a great song, and I'm like, oh man, you're talking to me. This sucks. And then the second song came out, and we were kind of like, Huh. Everybody went in their own zone. And, right. And wifey put her head on my shoulder. Aww. And yeah, she's like, oh, baby, we did it. I'm like, oh, oh, God, we did it. But it was what was really cool is it gave us a chance to kind of reset and recollect. Right. And I take, love that idea. Yeah. It took a moment for ourselves. And it was it was really, really cool. So that's why I really like that second wedding song. So not only do they do the first song the whole way, most of the time. Right. They do a second song now. So Suzanne... <laughs> I wanted to do this. And Mike said, now Suzanne played her first <laughs> dance song twice, back to back, but two different versions. I did like the UB40 version. That's cool. Because yeah, I was like, was awesome. I want my own song to dance to. Yeah. And, and then, then, then we'll do, do that. the Elvis one? Yeah. After? And then, yeah, 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 and then yeah, 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 we yeah. did the UB40. That's up so funny. Yeah. That's exactly what I wanted to do. Mike's like, that doesn't make sense. I'm like, I think that's awesome. I know. And once I did it, you were like, God 
Damn it, my I, and he was like, <laughs> but he said to me, he's like, "Ooh, that was good." I'm like, "I told you." And oh I'd like goodness. to officially register. I agree with everything Michael Cunningham said. <laughs> <laughs> His All head right. just got so big. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about. To me, this is important, but with limitations. So do not playlists. So for my wedding, I did genres. Mm-hmm. I didn't say, "Okay, this song, this song, this song." It was we didn't want disco. And we didn't want rap. No country. Oh, I love the country. Oh, heck <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want any dances. No line dance. Oh, no yeah. synchronized. Yeah, like... That we have that on the question list. They had a point in our lives, you know, boys and girls club dances, high school dances. <laughs> but for my wedding, I was a hard I agree no. with you on that. Yeah. I didn't want those either. I didn't. I love them, though. I lo- I'll <laughs> okay. dance to them. I didn't want it at I'll my wedding, but I love them. Heather's the one requesting yeah. those at our weddings. Uh, apps, I, so, I would never. And when we get to that, I have a good answer for you all. <laughs> so the don't do you, plays. Yeah, yeah, the don't plays, um, it's important for us to know the boundaries of what is okay. We kind of look okay. at it as guardrails. If there's something that's going to blow your fiance's head off and, it, like, they, you know, he hates Lady Gaga. And we're like, <laughs> we're in the middle of a jam and set. And the guy, DJ's like, oh, I got the best song. I'm going to drop some Gaga in. And he's like having a great time. And then all of a sudden we look out and the groom's head just goes, boom. <laughs> all right, that's a bad thing. So like, we need to know no Lady Gaga. So that's cool. Okay. So, but what we don't need is a list of 400 things that I can't do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a right. pain in the butt. So um, big things that are real important very good to let us know. Okay. Um, it's more important to let us know what you really want to do. Okay. So one thing that we always tell our brides, because I've seen so many girls post like, okay, I just made my playlist for my DJ oh my and gosh, I have 400, like 400 songs. songs yeah. So kind of what I say to that is, you know, hire a DJ that you trust. They know what songs get people up and dancing. Mm-hmm. They can see if no one's dancing to the song. Okay, maybe let's switch it. Yeah, they feed they feel the energy the yeah. of the right. Room. So I I know some DJs will ask for you know must plays. I had two, a song that I had with my mom, and I actually <laughs> there was a song I went to the DJ. I said, "Can you play?" It's Eric Clapton, uh, "Wonderful Tonight." Wonderful. And I said, "Can you announce though that Mike dedicated this song to me?" <laughs> <laughs> And he didn't. And I said, babe, listen. <laughs> so to this, yeah, that's what I did at my own wedding. And he's like, oh, this is a good song. And to this day, every time it comes on, he's like, oh, babe, I called the radio. I asked them to play this for you. That's that Michael Cunningham again, I'm telling you. Spice Girls was not on your must play. Oh, it was. And my sorority song. You're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So mm. was Spice Girls on? No, it wasn't. Oh, no. Wannabe was you my number wannabe. one. It was it my definitely number played one. when the sorority girls got up because the DJ was like, oh, 20 girls on the dance floor. Let's do Spice it. Girl. <laughs> Click. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think having a playlist definitely have songs that are important to you. But I don't think it's um, helpful to hand your DJ 400 songs. Because you're also them. limiting the job that they were hired to do. Right. You might as well just They're, plug in yeah. an iPod at that well, point. Yeah. <laughs> if you want us to be a jukebox and say, here's the here's the list of st- stuff I want played. The, the challenge we run into is generally you don't know the beats per minute. You don't know the transition points. And right. some of them just, frankly, they don't work. Right. So what happens is we, we kind of go in and we, we're like, oh, we're a different DJ company. And, and enjoy the playlist today. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an absolute show. But the, uh, you know, we, we look at it as we know what you don't want. So we, we're not doing the Lady Gaga. Right. Okay. So that's but easier. I got the top 10. And we, we asked for 10. 
and and ten songs is generally more than thirty minutes. And thirty minutes when when you take a four hour reception and you boil out dinner and yeah. formalities, you only have about two and a half hours of fun. Mm-hmm. So thirty minutes of must be played music is is a significant chunk there. But what we also do is we give um, a, a big list on our website that's broken by genre, and it's got like. No, if you don't want any country, you don't got to have any country because right. you're not checking any country. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the EDM and you're down there, ah, I love this stuff. So, you know, <laughs> whatever it is we're going to do. So that we, we kind of look at it as you Suzanne's gonna... wedding was like Backstreet Boys. No, I'm oh, absolutely. Baby. No, no it was not. No, no Backstreet Boys. I'm sorry. Boys. It was I'm sorry. Insane. I'm sorry. I wasn't even at the wedding and I know it wasn't Backstreet Boys. I told my DJ, you play Backstreet Boys, you're done. Suzanne just threw a chair at me. <laughs> in my wedding video, you can see when they played a Backstreet Boys song, Suzanne on the dance floor having so much fun and then she walks to the table and sits down. It's hilarious. I don't know the difference. I'm sorry. Uh, but wow. No, no I'm BSB. Sorry. You're one of those. Oh, I'm diehard in sync. Through and through. Suzanne's never talking to me again. Yeah. I, was, I just turned around so fast. Both of you just looked at me like... <laughs> Okay. But if you, if you look at the, when when we kind of look at it as cooking, Okay. you you give us all these ingredients and you say, here's some ingredients I got to have in my mix. And here's some ingredients I like, look at it as we're going to cook. So the DJ has got to figure out what dishes to make. And then he's got to figure out what order to serve them. Oh, I love that. And at the mm-hmm. end of the at the end of the day, you're leaving full, and you're like, oh, "I had a great meal." There and you go. You know, it's what we're doing. That's and awesome. It, that allows your DJ to be creative and artistic, but work within the guides of where your head is musically. And do you leave your list of uh, your allergies, Lady Gaga? <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Not to be included. I love that. Okay, let's talk about synchronized dances. Oh, <laughs> All right. Synchronized dances, we, we, you know, back in the 90s, uh, now I'll date myself, or 80s, um, <laughs> there, there was like a 40-minute cardio workout. <laughs> you went from one group involvement to the other. And as, a, <laughs> as an MC man, you were in shape because you were out there oh, nonstop. Yeah. Co- it was kind of like leading a Peloton class or something. <laughs> I was like, holy crap, you get back and you're like sweating. You're like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Well, <laughs> nowadays you don't really see that. You, you, you'll see a handful uh, occasionally. The, um, where they come in handy or where they fit good is, I think one of you said, my family loves to do this stuff. Okay. So if, if that's the case, and it's an important thing, and we get the whole crew out there, it's hysterical. They the better like, invite me. It's the me. cha-cha slide. <laughs> Woo! You know, and they're doing their thing, so, which is really, really cool. The other place they come in handy is, let's say you're doing a daytime wedding, and the crowd's not being quite as responsive as maybe we would like. Sometimes you do a group song to open the dance floor, mm-hmm. and we'll get a crowd down. Okay. And at least we have bodies. Right. Yeah. Right. That's and a good idea. And then you can jump into a fast set out of that because the bodies are on. And the they're floor. still yeah, they're there. Already there. Okay. I love it. Anyone that's having synchronized dances at your wedding, um, send me an invite to podcast <laughs> at bridesofli.com. <laughs> Listen, she's a, she's a great seat filler. Everybody. I am having like wedding withdrawals. I and know, it's been so long. Why I would I- get my butt on the dance floor to Cotton Eye Joe right now. <laughs> Six feet, do it. Yep. I think it, I just let, let me come, please. Okay. Um, so what are the different, because we see this a lot. There are so many different DJ setups and mm-hmm. I guess like terminology that you hear. Can you just give us a breakdown on some of the DJ setups? What's popular right now? What are you seeing more of? 
Well, the, the traditional black system, uh, we really don't see that too much on the weddings anymore. Okay, now can um, you, I'm sorry, just for our listeners and myself, that's, you're talking about the face of like what's in front of the DJ, Yeah, when you right? look up at the DJ area, okay. they, they have a thing called a front board, and the okay. front board, um, and if you're hiring a DJ that doesn't have a front board, you should really rethink who you're hiring. <laughs> <laughs> you see all the wires. If, if he comes in and he's just putting a table down and his wires are like hanging a backyard. Out, like, oh, dear God, no, you're from upstate. <laughs> so ba- basically, your presentation. Oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> Your, your presentation of your of your system, let's say, uh, it, it, traditional was black, and, okay. and now we've gone to you know we we offer what's called a blizzard system, which where we white everything out, and then we put uplighting in it, and we can tie the uplighting in around the room and make the whole place look like what we want vibe wise. Is on this the dance what's floor. behind? Yeah, that's what's back. Which there, is there. really cool about your space here that the brides can come in and see, see it, yeah. not just in a photo. You can actually, it's, I'm sitting right in front of it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's really cool. And then we tied the, the lighting around the room. So, it, you know, let's say you're going to do a slow dance. You make the whole room dark blue. If you're going to do dinner, you make the whole room gold. But when, when Bruno Mars is, is kicking a song and the music's going go to a certain vibe, the, um, the lights can be changing uh, to the pace of the song. So that's, that's one of the more popular ones, I would say. The other thing that we see, um, we built a couple of these rustic Yeah, uh, the rustic boards. boards are huge right now. Oh my I God. love and them. Well, and that's what we did as the front desk. I'm so staring like you at it. In, yeah, you're staring right <laughs> at it. So it's like we have eight of those now. Oh, and my God. Yeah. Well, you, you go to places like uh, uh, Old Field Club. Okay. Uh, oh, my God. It looks amazing in there. The barn at, at Bethpage. Right, right. Incredible. The vineyards out east. There's just certain halls where you add that rustic look and, and then maybe add some sparkler towers or something. Right. And then it's like, holy shit. I, I, sorry. You got, <laughs> you got the, this beautiful rust. Yeah, beep, you got this rustic thing and then you've got the fireworks going off right. next to it. So that was, I, I know that feeling too because I got married at the mansion at Oyster Bay. Ooh. So for me, it was I didn't want something super modern looking because our whole wedding was vintage. Mm-hmm. And that was one thing I remember saying, like, can't, like, can you not put lights on? And the DJ's like, what do you mean no lights? I'm like, I don't want it. I want it to fit into yeah. the venue. I don't want it to be a prop. And that's, you know, these didn't exist yeah. then. Like I got married right. 25 I was years say, ago. You are, you're like aging. <laughs> well, I even, am not. Yeah. In 2017, I, I found it very hard to find anyone that had a white setup. I well, had to do black. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's okay. So the rustic is definitely more popular. And there's a lot of other cool stuff too. You know, there's a, there's the one. marquee letters in oh front. Oh my God! We're talking about the marquees, you've got that on like uh, another bullet point here. So oh, sorry. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's move that down because that's like a really Reel good. It that, in. That's a really good one. Okay. Question number seven. What are some fun additions brides can add? <laughs> well, gee, let's talk about marquee letters. <laughs> <laughs> what a lovely tag in. Uh, um, yeah, the, uh, things that you can add. You know, uh, back not that long ago, it, it was always uh, a DJ booth and TVs. Okay. All right. I've seen a shift um, where the TVs have become a little lower in the bridal purchase. Yeah, I haven't really been seeing those too yeah, much. Yeah, you know what? It, 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 it kind of goes to the room. Um, we were forcing TVs into small rooms for many years. And okay. now if you've got a huge wall like um, the the top of Stonebridge where we just have a beautiful big wall, yeah, that looks awesome when you bring, bring the screens in. Right. But 
I'm seeing a shift a little bit now where the photo booths have moved way up the order of purchasing and the yes. bridal's bri- and the bride's budgets. So, okay. you know, and they may make more sense anyways because they go with the ebb and the flow of the party. Um, so gives what, a guest something to yeah, do. Absolutely. You know, when, mm-hmm. we, when you're doing the younger music, the older people aren't sitting there going, "What the hell's a Bruno Mars?" You know, they, they're, they're like, that's I love something Bruno that, Mars. Yeah, that's Danielle's too. boyfriend. Ooh, I snap. love him. Don't tell my husband. <laughs> so that's that's one of the cool things. Like I said, the photo booths we see a little higher in the order of purchasing. The marquee letters are huge. Um, I started those a few years back, and I, I see all my peers have them now. So. You know, you're welcome, guys. Make your money. <laughs> so so uh, that's one of the things that's been uh, real good. The name and lights is always nice. I was going to say, what the, about like the, what do they call them? Like go, go? Gobos. Gobos. Yeah, gobo. It's a, a custom designed. Gobo. Uh, yeah, she's, look at her rocking technology. I had no idea that's what it was called. Yeah, because so you could I like put it on the, f- you could put it on the floor, on the ceiling. Because mm-hmm. I was at Bridgeview and we have like the, it was like, you know, tented. And they're like, oh, you want one of those like bouncing on the walls and stuff. I was like, well, first of all, I'm on a budget. But <laughs> otherwise, that would have looked awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love them, though. It definitely adds something. It's great for photos. When we have our summer soiree, we always get bully in yeah. the yeah. marquee letters, which yeah, I love. Yeah, we're a yep. huge fan of marquee. Um, okay, so a lot of times, and I, you know, say you're booking your photographer, you can go and look at his photos. Or if you're booking your makeup, you go and get a makeup trial. With DJs, it's not so easy to see a DJ in action prior to booking them. So how do you suggest brides select their DJs other than finding them on bridesoflongisland.com? Well, yeah, there's that, there's that <laughs> site that's got like 350,000 brides on it that does feedback. I can't remember the name of it. Um, oh, wait, let me look at my Super Bowl trophy. Oh, Bowley! Um, that is a great spot. Um, we also do uh, live performance showcases. Mm-hmm. So obviously it's been a while since, you know, we've been able to do that okay but moving forward i'm sure we're going to return to that where you can see five or six different mcs on a microphone um you know like with us we try to make sure there's video footage of of what we do um and you can usually hear the mcs somewhere on the the website there's a lot of video footage oh that's awesome yeah but i gotta be honest you guys have the corner on the market on on because the girls have guys they like yes they're like oh what Rick? Yeah. <laughs> don't also, hate on Rick. Yeah, don't hate on Rick. Like your social media and stuff. You know, there's mm-hmm. tons of videos and things that the girls can look up and. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna going to be doing some artist spotlights uh, moving forward and some interviews with the guys and we're gonna try to keep it where the 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 faces and the voices can get out there a little bit more okay. than we do currently um, and I think the girls will like that a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, can you talk to us about the importance of timelines? Why does a DJ need to know just as much as the venue? Well, timelines are, uh, are a funny subject because you can't put a timeline down at the beginning of an affair because it just doesn't work. Um, there's too much uh, that's in flux through the course uh, of you know, like the basically running off the timing of the kitchen. You, right. we, we can't tell. But the general timelines are are what we refer to as a protocol, and it's the structure and timing of the day. Um, It's not necessarily what time it's going to happen in the day, but it works hand in hand. We we always take two copies of our protocol in, and we give one to the maitre d', so we're all working off the same things. And it's real important that 
if there's something you really want to do, like say you're doing a groom's cake and it's a Rangers hockey puck and we're going to do like, we got to know that's coming out after we cut the cake. So right. we know where to put that. Okay. Right. That makes sense. So you hear that ladies, keep your DJs in the loop with your timelines, or I like that you call it a protocol. Yeah. Cause it, you know, they're there and we all know this there, you got to leave a little room for errors. Something's yeah. come up, some things get forgotten. Okay. So something that's important too, um, the difference in sounds between different venues. So if you look at a venue like Bourne Mansion, huge, huge, huge ballroom, super high ceilings versus a more, a smaller venue like Timber Point. Yeah, lower ceilings. Right. How, 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 how can that change the sound? Well, it's actually uh, an amazing question because a place like Bourne, there isn't a soft surface in Bourne. Right. Everything's hard. Uh, the floors, the ceilings, the whole bit. There's even, uh, it was originally, that ballroom was originally designed. It had a, a, a pipe organ at the end. Oh, that's was awesome. it on that balcony yeah, up top? No, the pipe organ was where the DJ sits. Oh, up. wow. That, that must have sounded unbelievable. Yeah, but the, the, <laughs> the back corners of that room, if you, if you ever look in there, they're, they're rounded. There's no corners. Everything has got rounds. They're called scoops. Oh. So the sound shoots to the back and scoops down. Interesting. So we we went through, I think, ten different sets of speakers on a trial. We ha- actually had a, a RCF, which is a major uh, speaker company, come out, and he brought all these different speakers, and we tested in Bourne wow. to try to find something that would work, because we found that when you put a bass bin, which is the thing that goes boom, 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 right. boom, and you put one of those up on the stage, and then you put your tops, which are your high in, in the vocals and in the higher parts of the song, the bass would just rumble through this this room, and right. it would hit these scoops, and the people that are sitting in the back are just getting this boom, boom, boom. It was really rough. So what we did is we we ended up coming up with a very very high end concert level speaker that we bought and we ended up equipping all of our trucks with them. Oh, perfect. Um, but we had to try that for that hall in particular. Miriam's like, I need help with this. I so, love Miriam. Yeah, um, Mims <laughs> and I love Bourne Mansion. <laughs> Mims is the bomb. Um, <laughs> but you go into a place like Timber, you can do, use base bins and you can throw right. a little more bottom out because you don't have the, the large throw. Right, the room just kind of takes it a little well, bit better. And the bodies are on the dance floor, so the bodies knock it down. Yeah. Right. So that's... You know, but it is important to know your vendor knows the room. Right. That's very important. And it's not something that you think about. And I remember maybe a year or two ago, someone was talking about Born Mansion. They had a band Mm -hmm. and it was the guests were upset because of how the sound had carried. And it's just it's something that you need to take into consideration when you're booking a room or your DJ, as long as your DJ has the right equipment, like Kevin does, then you're, you're well, keep set. Keep in mind with a band, too, you have all these independent musicians that are on the stage, and each one has a monitor. And they tweak their monitor based off what they want to hear for themselves up right. on that stage. So you have a lot of um, uh, adjustment that needs to be made, whereas a DJ's got one master volume to go up and down. Well, that makes sense. All right. So Kevin is offering $100 off for any new booking for new clients if you mention the Brides of Long Island podcast at the time of your booking. So Kevin, thank you so much for explaining all of this to us. Um, If you have any questions that you'd like to ask Kevin, please send them to podcast at bridesofli.com. Kevin is obsessed with his bully girls and would be happy to answer any questions you may have. We love our bully girls and all of you that have been through know it's one of the very first things we always ask. Are you you a member of the team? 
And I got to tell you, I can't thank you enough for the positive feedback. And my guys love the fact that you put such nice words out for them. And, you know, it means way more than you possibly could ever know. We love you. We appreciate you. And we certainly want to be uh, rocking out with the Bully Girls going <laughs> going forward. And, man, I really got to thank Suzanne, Danielle, and Heather coming down here today and, and, and hanging out with us and getting this whole Bully thing started. I, I think it's important for the girls that they've got a home. And you've really given them a place to be. So thank you. I love you. that. Thank Aww. you so much. You're more than welcome. Thank you again. This segment has been brought to you by Eastwind Long Island, a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island. Visit their website, eastwindlongisland.com, or on their Instagram, at eastwindlongisland. Mention the Brides of Long Island podcast and receive $500 towards any upgrades for new clients only. We're going to take a short break. When we get back, we're going to play a game. And Kevin, you're playing too. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, it's Simone. If you're listening, it's safe to assume you're on the hunt for the best of the best in terms of local wedding professionals. Browse dozens of local vendors right here on Long Island, all who have been vetted by the Brides of Long Island themselves on bridesofli.com. The Brides of Long Island preferred vendor list is composed of established and highly recommended professionals who are eager to make your wedding dreams come true. Bridesofli.com also has a ton of freebies, perks, discounts, and giveaways offered by these very vendors. Enjoy our blogs, info, and vendor interviews right from our homepage. Sign up for our newsletter to become a premium Brides of Long Island member for special access and exclusives. Visit bridesofli.com today. And we're back. This segment is brought to you by Eastwind Long Island, a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island. The setting of the cottage at Eastwind is one of simple serenity and elegance, a garden path brimming with beautiful flowers, an artfully crafted arbor leading to the Victorian gazebo, and a waterfall softly trickling into the stream set the background as you and your intended exchange vows. The immaculately maintained grounds and charming footbridge will make your wedding photos truly feel like a scene from a storybook. Visit their website, eastwindlongisland.com, or on their Instagram, at eastwindlongisland. Mention the Brides of Long Island podcast and receive $500 towards any upgrades for new clients only. Okay, so all of our listeners now know how I feel about our games. <laughs> I'm really excited for this one. Let's jump right into it. Kevin, are you ready? Oh my God, I'm so not ready. <laughs> <laughs> all I right. feel that way for every game, but this one I'm excited I'm for. I'm so scared because it's music-based and I'm going to fail at the play. <laughs> okay, so this game is called Name That First Dance Song. I'm going to hum a song. <laughs> to the best of her ability. Listen. Dum, dum, dum. Here we go. I'm not scatting. I have faith in you. Okay. So that you guys have to guess what I am humming. Um, and I really hope you guys do guess it so I don't have to start singing them. <laughs> um, and because if I start singing them, we're going to lose some of our uh, listeners. And we are in the top 10% of all podcasts nationwide. So let's keep those numbers strong. Yeah. All right. Song number one. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Wonderful tonight. Eric Clapton. <laughs> dedicated by Michael Cunningham. <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. All right, here we go. Why am I nervous? Okay. <laughs> Any 
guesses? <laughs> you have to keep You ready? Going. Here we go. Ave Maria? Like, I was going to say, it sounds like, like it sounds it's like Sunday. Like, we're no. in church. <laughs> Yep, come on. That was a good hum. That was and you know that was a good hum. You, were, you, you, you had it. I know. I, I wish did. you guys could have seen me and Suzanne just stare at each other. Like, what is happening right now? All right, here's the next one. Oh God, that was rough. <laughs> All right, ready? Here we go. <laughs> I'm doing so good in my head. It's so on point. But doing the same thing the second time is helping. It's us. not. That I'm already. I'm on the chorus. <laughs> All right, you ready? You make you ready. Here we go. Oh. oh. It's the funeral march. I don't know the name of it. For a thousand, a thousand years. years. Christina oh. Perry. For a thousand years. Okay, idiots. That's a great, <laughs> that's a great ceremony song, too. I said I didn't want to say. I really like that you're the one doing it. I'm shaking. I, that's, I'm nervous. I'm shaking. Okay. Um, all right, here we go. <laughs> all right, here's the next one. That's my song. I can't help falling in love, falling in love with you. There goes 400 listeners. <laughs> that was the bully version. I knew that one was coming up because that was both of your songs. Yes. Yeah. Well, I. I honestly thought you were going to do that one first, so I was like, ready? Yeah, you were trying but to cheat. I was, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, here we go. <laughs> Lone Star, amazing. Yeah. Amazed by you. Amazing? Is that what it's called? Is it amazing no, or amazed? Amazed. Okay, so that was like the slow dance song in like sixth grade. Do you remember? Uh, it's still on the top wet first yeah. dance. And you had to leave room between you and your partner. You had to have your arms really? out I did dancing. Not have that. <laughs> I did not have that. Oh, yeah. Straight arms. All right. Let's see. That one was easy. All right. I'm going to stump you guys. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, that helped. <laughs> <laughs> you can see her eyebrows go up. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Oh, Elton John. Elton John, right? 
Yeah. That I put down in words. Yeah. I got that. wonderful life is. Okay. I got there. All right. 12 hours later. Listen, I love that song. All right. Let's say. Um... Do you have one you want to do so I can put my humming? No, because I was not prepared to prepare a song. <laughs> Fine. You're you're the sh- you're you're the head of the show here. All right, let me think of, of the a humming show. What's that other one? Um, <laughs> I think I need to give my. What do you use when you hum? What is that? Need <laughs> <laughs> a sip of water. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm doing a great job. All right, let's say. Oh, this one's going to be easy. I think. You ready? Sounds like Amazing Grace. Yeah, is it Amazing Grace? Am I messing this up? Is it Amazing Grace? No, it's not Amazing Grace. No, like you. No, guys, this is like the most popular song. Okay, do it again. I'm forgetting. I found a love. Ed Sheeran. Oh, for me. <laughs> Wait, now are you guys singing Amazing Grace? <laughs> <laughs> the Ed Sheeran version. Oh, my God. Okay. Danielle, do yours. My wedding song? Yeah, because I don't remember what it was. Don't kill me. <laughs> uh, See, it's hard. I can't think of it off. Um, what? <laughs> no, I mean, I know my song. I can't think of where to start humming. Um, nobody's going to get it. My song wasn't that, like, all right. <laughs> I can't think of it. I have to hear it. See, now you know it, why you're struggling. No, I have to like hear the song to know where to start humming. I don't know. Start at the beginning. Um, I can't remember how it starts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't think of any song. I I literally I'm you don't know how hard I'm like using my brain right now Let trying to think of a humming spot. Google. Wait, I have one though. You got it? Not mine. Okay, you got a good one? Yeah. Okay, here we go. I mean, I think so. Kevin will let me know if it's a good one. <laughs> um, okay. Ooh, I'm on the spot. It's safe? <laughs> I'm shaking. Well, because I didn't think that we were doing the humming. I thought you were doing Well, now the you're on the spot. <laughs> okay. She's good at humming. Thank you. I don't know what the hell you're humming. But I don't know <laughs> either. <laughs> Kevin's like, don't what look at me. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> you want me to tell you? Yeah. Speechless? What's that? Dan and, Dan and Shay? Wait, Dan that, and was, Shay? that was That's my next song. song. Oh, well, I don't know that song. Yes, you do. I it's don't. It's because you love country. I hate country. <laughs> Come on, yeehaw, girl. No That's way. a very popular first dance song, great, though, right now, right? It is. Song. That yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. from the ground up. From the ground, what? <laughs> no, I I hummed speechless, but from the ground up is another great oh. great song from Danish. Oh, that was my next one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's not now. I'm gonna stick to weddings and not uh, the music side of it. Okay, I remember my wedding song. Oh, thank God. Okay. I mean, wait, let me clarify. Yeah, that. I always knew my wedding song, but I can remember how to hum it now. Okay. Okay. Imagine. Um, I fought for this song, too. My husband was wanted actually amazed by Lone Star. <laughs> um, okay, ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Oh, 
it's coming it's coming <laughs> shit <laughs> throw us a bone I'm almost done <laughs> 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 my best friend by Tim McGraw I knew Suzanne oh, would have uh, that one <laughs> You're picking up a trend. There's a lot of country <laughs> yeah. being played here, girl. I love it. <laughs> this is okay. Fun. I looked one we're up. We're going to convert her to a country <laughs> no. fan soon. Come on, you're That's on Long like Island. That's like trying to convert her to Baxter. You're on Long <laughs> Island. You got to get with the country. Yeah. What? I it's lived like in Arizona now. and I still didn't get with the country. Arizona listens to country. Oh, it's all country. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah. Cowboy yeah, but, boots and a hat. Really? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Oh, I had my boots. I just didn't listen to the country. All right, what do you got for me, Suzanne? Okay, this one's a little bit um, more for the upbeat bride and groom. Oh, boy, here comes the humming expert. Everyone but get ready. But it's on a list, so we're going to go for it. All right. Ready? Here we go. <laughs> oh, oh, baby, I think I want to marry want, you. Oh, yeah. good one. Oh, you laughed well. at me, but Danielle music, got it. Yeah, the yeah. music teacher, though, like, you have a, you yeah. have an advantage. Yeah. yeah, she's, like, rocking her shoulders. She's <laughs> you're, in, you're in key, like, on tone. Yeah, there's, like, a whole show going on over here. The little flapper hands going. Kevin, very nice. do, your, no. do your wedding song. I that was also a Bruno Mars song, and I love Bruno. Yeah, true. <laughs> oh I was God. playing towards my audience. Oh, boy. Okay, well, listen. If you guys want to send in your hummed wedding songs, <laughs> Suzanne won't be able to guess them. But you can send them in anyway. <laughs> I like that game. I think I just fine. need more practice. Oh, man. Well, that wraps up things for today, Brides. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to bringing you Episode 7 of the Brides of Long Island podcast, where we will discuss even more fun and helpful wedding-related topics. Be sure to visit us on bridesoflongisland.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. Head over to our blog section to read up on hundreds of helpful tips, tricks, and advice. Most importantly, be sure to check our vendor section to find the best of the best in terms of Long Island wedding vendors. Also remember to subscribe to the Brides of Long Island podcast and leave us a five-star review for your chance to win a $50 gift card to Ocean, courtesy of Crescent Beach Club. This episode of the Brides of Long Island podcast has been brought to you by Eastland Long Island, a preferred vendor of the Brides of Long Island. With over 50,000 square feet of indoor and outdoor banquet space, it is the largest in Suffolk County and so ideal for your big day with a choice of venues to accommodate any size affair with the intimacy you deserve. From the estate to the cottage to the inn, we promise Eastwind has exactly what you're looking for. Visit their website, eastwindlongisland.com or on their Instagram at eastwindlongisland. Mention the Brides of Long Island podcast and receive $500 towards any upgrades for new clients only. My name is Heather Cunningham. On behalf of myself and my co-hosts, Danielle and Suzanne, thanks for joining us today. Peace, love, and, and diamonds. diamonds.